0: Welcome to the Modern IT Podcast with your host, Christian and Michael.
1: Hi, Christian. Hello, Michael. So it's time for some uh, festive tech calendar stuff. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. (laughs) That's nice. (laughs) You don't sound ready. Oh, I'm ready. Let's go yeah <laughs> so uh a quick intro to festive tech calendar uh it's an I- initiative by uh gregor Sati and uh richard hopper from uk uh they did a thing similar thing last year where they asked the community hey do you want to do something like a christmas uh, calendars thing and the response was of course great so they're doing the same thing this year uh but it's a bit more inclusive in the sense that it's not just, you know, pure cloud. I've heard rumors that there are stuff about yoga and uh, how to manage your career and stuff. So it's going to be interesting. Okay. Is it a popular calendar? Reason- uh, yes, I think so. I mean, it's a calendar that goes from from the 1st to the 31st of December and... Uh, it's three contributions a day right. in different formats. So people are tuning in. There's a lot of buzz on it, on Twitter at least. They had a release uh, live show that's been viewed currently over a 34,000 times. Wow. So there'll so, be a lot of visitors for, for the calendar then. Oh, hopefully. Hopefully it is. Yeah. And... Um, I myself have a have a contribution coming up on the eleventh. Oh, oh, sorry, great. on the seventh.
0: On the seventh, okay.
1: On the seventh of December, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. what are we'll do a short talk yeah. about the blog post that's coming up.
0: Absolutely. What are the topics of your uh, posts?
1: Um, it started as part of a session I'm I'm working on. Uh, We'll submit to some uh, conferences. Now everything is virtual, so it will be a virtual conference eventually. But the topic is uh, Azure Monitor for Platform Services. Where is the AI and how to arm it? And it's a wordplay on arming (laughs) the AI with Azure Resource Manager.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, that's clever. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) It feels like a win. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then when I started, you know, thinking about how I would uh, turn this into a contribution for the festive tech calendar, it ended up with a pretty long blog post. Uh, it's a lot of topic I want to cover. So hopefully, hopefully I have uh, written down the essentials and uh, people will get the gist. And uh, I also added some Christmas presents in the blog post where you can, uh, you know, test the ARM templates yourself.
0: Right. Right. So, presence are always yeah, nice.
1: It is. So if I would um, quickly go through what, what Azure Monitor for Platform Services and the AI I'm alluding to, what that is? Yeah, please. Okay, so <clears throat> the whole thing for me started when I was uh, trying to do some proactive monitoring. And uh, the background is that every monitoring that you do today uh, traditionally is a, a bit of reactive monitoring you only act when there is a problem and uh, with all these cloud services you can actually uh, get anomalies uh, flagged in your services Uh, mostly applications in that case but also some uh, if you run virtual machines you could also get some notifications if something is acting differently and uh, Microsoft have a couple of services built in in the application insights that they that you can deploy that actually looks at these trends and anomalies and uh, tells you that hey uh, there there is something that's not responding as it used to do tra- according to yeah how it looked before and you get flagged for that and then you can dig into that so that's pretty neat to have this proactive monitoring in place yeah for sure and uh, if to be to be really blunt about it it's crazy easy to implement if you're a big enterprise you probably want to do have have this under control and i also have that in the blog post about some some tips and tricks about troubleshooting because the service is abbreviated about all the implementation for you so it actually works out of the box the only thing you basically have to do is uh, give a user the monitoring contributor and/or the monitoring reader uh, rights okay. uh, roles. Yeah. Sorry. And if you if you if you have those roles assigned to you, you will get the email that your account is connected to. You will get an email to that uh, an email notice, and uh, in that notice, yeah, you get the alert message. Right and uh, basically that's it if you do that you have it enabled for all the application insights instances that you have and all the smart detect alerts that 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 exist at the moment okay but of course it's it's never it's never that easy if you start digging into it <laughs> it never is but uh, if you know <laughs> but if you if you basically if you just want this proactive monitoring alerts just add the add the monitoring contributor and the monitoring reader to your account, and you'll get about.
0: And you'll have a quick guide on on your uh, blog post to how to activate this.
1: Yeah, I actually, I I I have a small intro, and then I mention the monitoring, the traditional part. Yeah. And then I'll ha- I have this quick guide. You know, this is how you enable it, and if you don't care about the rest, go ahead with your day. But then I also detailed the stuff that's happening underneath, uh, what will happen when you, uh, with the smart detection, the failure anomalies, the performance anomalies, how that works, the flow around it, how it's connected to monitoring alerts that then in extension is connected to an action group that actually triggers the email or the ITSM tool or a webhook or a, yeah. Yeah. So how, how, uh, it depends on how you set as as well. it up. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Pretty. I mean, <clears throat> when you start looking at it, it's, it can be a bit dispersed because you look at it. If you look at Azure Monitor and try to get a grip of it, it's pretty, it's pretty hard because there's so many, so many things that you can look at. You have the, the metrics and you have the logs yeah then you can put that over to log analytics and you can combine alerts from both the metrics and from log analytics and then from log analytics metrics i mean it takes a while until you get comfortable with all of the topics
0: yeah Azure Monitor is not quite like uh, the standard, uh, normal operation uh,
1: monitoring uh, solutions. No, and I actually touch on that. that uh, Azure Monitor is, is the, the goal for it is to be the single pane of glass. Yeah. But to get there, you get you need to tweak it a bit and then you also, if you have a hybrid environment with a lot of on-premises stuff, you probably don't just switch out your current solution and go full Azure Monitoring. You probably just use Azure Monitor to complement your existing. Myself, I'm not aware of any tools that can actually do this except for Azure Monitor Okay. at the moment. Maybe you have something in Splunk or, or some other. But yeah, so one thing I found out when I was working on this is that since everything is set up uh, automatically, almost... So what happens is that you you deploy an application insights and usually that's the developers that's developing a, a solution. They want to have application insights because it's a really useful tool for yeah. them to dig into this to the to how the code works. And when they have application insights, automatically there's an alert rule created for you that's named failure anomalies and your application insights instance name or your app name. Uh, and if you do this the first time in a re, in a subscription, it also creates an action group and connects that failure anomalies alert rule to that action group. And in that action group, uh, then it's connected to these RBAC roles. Yeah. So um, then that's the flow. But what happens afterwards is that every application insights you deploy after that one in the same subscription they will also get these alert rules but the alert rules are connected to this same action group that you created with the first deployment so what happens if you delete that first (laughs) application insights uh, resource group you delete the action group and then you break the chain for all the automation about your failure anomalies alerting and that's i mean if if you have set it up and you receive emails and then you stop receiving emails this could be a reason okay yeah. uh, and if you're a big enterprise you probably want to control this flow right and what i uh what i also try to detail in the post is that yeah if if you're not certain how it looks like you can always look in the resource explorer and then you probably have a, a a group ID connected to your uh, to your alert rule, and to your that tells you which action group it should be looking at. Okay. And from there, you can start putting your pieces together. You can you can you can of course do a, a PowerShell query or direct look in the Resource Explorer. But at least that's one of the gotchas that that I'm trying to highlight in the blog post. Yeah, that's great. And uh, if I then continue um that was the failure anomalies yeah then there's another proactive thing called smart detect and that's okay. the performance anomalies and they do not behave the same or they and you don't set them up uh, in the same way so smart detect you find also under the application insights and they are pre-configured uh, to look at at certain uh, certain al- uh, alerts for example you have slow page load time and what's behind these alerts is uh, specific machine learning algorithms that Microsoft produced that will look at this slow page load time or slow server response time. So it's not just that the CPU is spiking or the ROM memory is spiking, right. it's actually how the application behaves.
0: Yeah, real
1: values for
0: the application.
1: Exactly. And. Um, These smart detection rules, they are almost like hidden within the Application Insights instance. Uh, And if you want to receive these emails, you have to go into each one of the rules and and add the email in those rules. And that can be pretty tedious if you have 50 Application Insights and 5 alert rules. Yeah. It's 50 uh... times 5 things that you have to click through.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Can you use PowerShell here, or you have another solution?
1: Yes, yes, you can use PowerShell. Uh, but I have actually in the in the ARM template that I'm uh, sending with this blog post. Uh, there's snippet, and there's also part of that in in the blog post uh, detailed to the ARM template sections where you have where you actually where you configure the smart detection, how you add it okay into the into the ARM template, and uh, once that happens the flow of the alerting looks pretty different because in those smart detect rules, you add the email directly. So then you have something that goes to the, to the email address directly, whilst if you look at the failure anomaly setup that we had before, then you actually go to an alert rule that goes to an action group that then sends an email. But here we go into the application insights, into the smart detect, rule and we add an email address directly in that alert rule that sends any so okay. so we we don't we don't have to think about any alert rules or action groups for the smart detect uh, alerting all right so that's also something that if you're a, a bigger enterprise you probably want to be aware of how that works and control it uh, so yeah that's uh that's the uh, proactive ai based insights
0: yeah nice are you looking forward to uh the presentation day
1: yes this time it's not not a big presentation it's i've just written down this blog post so so yeah people can come back to it and uh, read the parts that are interesting because you probably just want to take parts of it yeah and and as i said it will be released the 7th of december and when you if you listen to this podcast we released this also on the 7th of december so
0: but the, where can you find contribution <laughs> yeah do you have the url to the uh, christmas uh, yes it's
1: festive tech calendar.com and uh, we'll of course add that to the show notes yeah of but course but if you if you just listen to this podcast and want to le- read the blog post or find the advent calendar the address is festive techcalendar.com great and what i also tried to detail in this uh, blog post is uh, a new feature that, that that was pretty recently released i think it's like ago or something so the application insights that i mentioned and that's probably something that the developers deploy to look at the application and if they deploy it you probably have one application instance per application but if you have five similar applications you could connect those to one application insights instance right but what happens here is that the application insights instance is a basically a standalone entity so if you want to query something in it you go to that application insights instance and do a query in uh the new thing that's happened here is that you can have workspace workspace based application in which means you connect them to a log analytics workspace so if you have 50 application insights instances you can co- uh, connect them all to one log analytics workspace and then you can do one query and get the same answer for all the 50 instead of going into one on one so that's and there's a lot of other benefits with that also all right uh, so one of my key uh, takeaways here is that get on top of how you deploy your application insights instances today and you probably want to have them go into a logs uh, <laughs> to a log analytics workspace uh, but then that all, of course trickles into if you have a good design on your current log analytics uh, workspace uh, setup You could have um, one per subscription. You can have um, many per subscription. If you go with the enterprise scale landing zones, you probably have a monitoring subscription. And then everything depends. But uh, one good thing is that the application insights uh, instances now can be combined into the log analytics workspaces. And I I touch a bit on that in, in my blog post uh how where we currently are and where and how we want to change the setup and what it would look like um there's also a good documentation on, on microsoft docs about how you do uh, the migration to to the new one in some cases you just do a clean cut and you don't you disregard all the info you have in there or if you want to keep existing information uh, transfer uh, that when you, when you enable the application insights to look at data in bo- in both the classical space and the new space, and then the classical space will, uh, <clears throat> will be deleted once the retention time for that data is out. And then you just do the new one. It's okay. a bit of tricky setups for if you want to have it that once that is done, then, uh, you probably do everything in uh, DevOps. If you, if you do uh, modern data engineering or modern IT, like our podcast is called, then you do it DevOps way. If you do it DevOps way, then you do infrastructure as code. And in that case, uh, you probably want to do all of the, those setups with the monitoring and failure anomalies, the, the AI-backed uh, alerting with uh, ARM templates. And for that in the blog post I have uh, detailed the sections that need to look at with links to the current documentation. And I have also combined all of these resources into one Application Insights Instance uh, deployment that actually enables the failure anomalies to our action group that that you have defined, not uh, a default one uh the one you define in this template it, it's named the same as the default one so and and uh, you can actually change that to whatever you like and uh, i also have added the smart detect rules and the email in them so it's pretty straightforward how you deploy it you do it with powershell and the snippets in the in the github link
0: yeah uh, and yeah this is a very so, thorough uh, blog post so everyone should really yeah. check it out.
1: Well, it kind of ha- happened because if you translate a session you're working on that you would uh, deliver uh, in a conference, yeah. Then you would probably demo stuff and you explain it. In here, I don't have that freedom. I have to explain it in text. So that kind of uh, yeah, trickle down to
0: Well, it looks our uh, blog post. It looks great. So, uh, I think there's a lot of people who would will really benefit from this
1: yeah hopefully i uh, if if someone is working on uh, on activating application insights uh, smart alert monitoring then you probably have some use of this blog post
0: yeah absolutely
1: in the github i also added to to the, the flow drawings that i've made i actually added a link to the draw io stencil so you can you can use that if you and um, to finish the the whole blog post off actually to start the blog post i have a link to some swedish um, christmas music that you can listen to while you read the blog post yeah that's if amazing you wanna... <laughs> <laughs> if you want to you know get in the mood listen to some swedish yeah but it's classic swedish uh, christmas song i don't i don't support them I just thought maybe someone was interested, and uh, at the end of the blog post, I also link to some good, entertaining uh, Twitch streams. Uh, see uh, one Twitch stream as a Christmas gift. So I hope this um, contribution to the festive tech calendar uh, finds some people that finds it useful. I'm and sure. It also, will. if you if you have any feedback on it, you know, just reach out on Twitter or any other place you can find us. Yeah. That's about it.
0: All right. Thank you for today, uh,
1: Michael. Yeah. Thank you, Christian. And uh, let's see what the next topic is.
0: Yeah, for sure. We might uh, even uh, squeeze one in before Christmas.
1: Let's hope. (laughs) Let's hope. (laughs) All right. Take care. The same. Thank you.